Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. For the zone, to be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com. Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter. Okay, let's do. Hi, Bubba. Welcome back. Happy Monday. How you doing, fellas? Bubba, I'm great. It is April. Death, taxes, Arkansas winning series in the SEC. These are all things we count on, my friend. One of them's good. You know, yeah, one of them good. Uh, no, they just keep finding ways to win, guys. It, it was a, you know, it was a, it was a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. I guess a, a lot of a letdown. I mm-hmm. guess that we didn't win that last one, and it's it's crazy how you look at it. And um, you know, I, I think Dave even referred to it. You know, if you lose the first game of the series and then win two, you're excited to win the series. But if you win the first two and then you lose game three. Uh, it's a downer because you wanted to sweep, and we had we had multiple chances and just couldn't get it done. But uh, but overall, it was a good weekend for the Hogs, and, and still I uh, think we're moving in the right direction. I don't think there's much doubt about that. Yeah, I was going to ask you if your uh, the overwhelming feeling was disappointment in not closing out the sweep or happiness that you won the series again. And I think you just answered it. And again, it's not to say that winning the series isn't significant or something to be commended. It is, but yet you're right. I mean, so many missed opportunities there down the stretch. Uh, what, what's your overtime structure, Bubba? I mean, how much extra do you guys get paid for every <laughs> inning over nine? <laughs> Unfortunately, there is no overtime. Oh, okay. But, uh, hey, you know what? When you get into extra innings, though, it's, there's so much excitement. There's so much going on, you know, and, and your brain starts to think, okay, what's the next move? What are we going to do here? That, you know, I love it. I love extra innings. Just, uh, but I love baseball in general, so. You know, I'll tell you the one thing that we need to get paid extra for are rain delays. I yes. hate rain delays when it comes oh, to baseball. But other than that, yeah, the extra innings, I don't mind. It makes it a lot better if we win those extra inning games, though. But how frustrating was not to just get that clutch hit? They were doing what they needed. They got on base. They moved the runners over. They just couldn't get that that clutch hit. And, and that just – I think it's going to sit with them all week now uh, until they play again in the SEC. Well, I see, Wes, I think it's – it's good. You could once again, you can look at the bright spot, which is we got the sack bunch down. We were able to get runners on base. So to me, it's it's frustrating. You get what was it the in the eighth inning we got a leadoff man on, uh, bunted him over. The ninth we got the first two guys on, mm-hmm. bunted him over. Um, and then in the eleventh, once again we got a leadoff guy. On. That's three innings in a row. You're getting a leadoff guy on, and you can't find a way to get him in. Um, you can take some of it might be a couple of bad swings in a crucial situation, but a lot of it you've got to tip your hat to the, the Mississippi State pitchers. They did they did a good job late in the game when they had to make a pitch. They made a pitch. Fristo came in and did a great job at the end of that game, and just you know he was basically a two pitch guy, fast pitch slider guy. Uh, he changed the you know kind of the axis on his slider to get a little more horizontal break on some of them, a little more vertical on the other one to get the strikeout. So he did a good job, but. You know, it, it is frustrating, though, because you look back, you're like, man, if this week we'd have done this or if we'd have done this, that's a whole different game. But honestly, if if that ball that Stovall hit, if it's, what, a foot either mm-hmm. way, 
Hancock doesn't catch that ball, and we're celebrating a, a sweep today. Yeah. Talking to Bubba Carpenter on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's brought to you by Johnston's Home Center down in Benton. No walks on Friday, and it seems like a rarity to me. Do you have any idea? I'm sure you guys talked about it. How long it had been since you guys had a game with no walks in it? I don't know. That was impressive, though. Connor Nolan was, was awesome Friday night. He only gave up four hits. And I don't know if y'all watched the game or listened to it, but he really, two of them were infield hits. One was a blooper down the left field line, and then one was a home run, and he just hung a curveball, a 2-2 curveball. It was really the only bad pitch he made the whole game. Uh, so, I mean, he was just spectacular all night. Just had these guys, had Mississippi State hitters. And, you know, you look at their record, and you're like, oh, they're not that good a team. But they, they're good. Mississippi State's good. Um, they've got a good lineup. I want to say they're like fourth in the conference in hitting. Um, but Connor was awesome Friday night. And so, yeah, no walks in the game. And then uh, Zeb came in and Cole Ramage and had each had a scoreless inning with no walks. And so that's good to see, especially when you see Mississippi State pitching struggling. I mean, they they walked uh, their starters walked eleven hitters over the weekend. Our starters walked four, so that's pretty impressive yep. over the course of the weekend. We had Connor on. We have him on every week now on Thursdays, and I wanted to play just a little clip for you of him. Your name came up in conversation. I thought you'd appreciate that. I think I'm on French fry. Okay, I mean, the classic. It is the classic. There's nothing wrong with that. Last thing before, for me at least. We have, uh, on Mondays, we have Bubba Carpenter come on. Uh, Bubba's a lunatic, and I'm just curious if you've had much interaction with him. I have. I like Bubba. He, uh, every once in a while, I'll see him around the facility. He's a good dude, but yeah, I, I definitely agree he's a lunatic. Bubba, are you okay with that? I mean, you, do you mind being known as a lunatic? Are you, are you comfortable with that? <clears throat> well, that's what my wife thinks, but I didn't think it was public knowledge. <laughs> 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 so, I don't know. I don't hey, know. Phil has know. Phil has let on. He's pretty. He's pretty transparent about his feelings as well. Well, sure, but we don't put a lot of stock in that sometimes. Yeah. So Phil and I don't agree on a whole lot of things. But uh, no, that's good. But hey, I love I love Connor. I got to talk to him Friday night. He came up in the booth and uh, really just talking to him about his approach. Uh, you know, he didn't have his cutter on Friday. But what's so good about Connor Nolan, if, if one pitch isn't working, he goes to another one. He went more to the curveball on Friday night, and he's able to change speeds on his curveball and really just pitch basically fastball, curveball, mix in a change every once in a while. Um, so he's just, man, he's been so good for us on Friday nights, and it's, it's, it's huge to get someone out there with a veteran presence on Fridays and, and someone you can rely on. Did, did you call him fat at one point? Is that what the, Connor said? Overweight? No, no, I said he. I said he put on some weight. He looks good. He's oh. good weight, though. <laughs> we, we and we talked uh, about your uh, the the Little Rock catcher and the, the the his batting stance and the the wrist cock and all that stuff. Did you get any any kind of hot water over that over the week? No, no, nothing. Nothing came up about that. I was just describing a, a, a swing and a stance, though. Did y'all not like the way I described it? I think it was great. Yeah, Very it was hilarious. It was uh, classic Bubba Carpenter, I think. So it's fine. Well, hey, if you would have seen his stance, you would understand exactly what I'm talking about. I, I should have gone back and revisited and finished my comment. I, I almost, I honestly almost fell out of my chair. I had to mute myself. Phil, Phil's good at giving me those looks. He won't say anything. He's a professional, so you won't, you guys don't know on your end. 
but he gave me that look right when I said it, and then I realized, wait, how did that? That probably didn't come out right, mm-hmm. and mm. I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. I had to mute myself and almost fell out of my chair. So I don't know if y'all heard any of the ruckus on the broadcast or not, but uh, but yeah, but hey, the guy was—he was a preload guy. All hey. you do is talk his wrist and go. Hey, it's a it's a it's live radio, man. It's a miracle. I mean, listen, I was listening to, to Dari Noak over the weekend. They were having technical problems. I mean, lots of weird things can happen. You say things. It's a long broadcast. Maybe we can get you on the next uh, alternate women's basketball broadcast when they're doing a South Carolina game because you and Diana Taurasi together could be pretty interesting, I would think, because she, uh, she occasionally walks the line, apparently, as well, or at least did last night. So, um, as far as the rest of the, uh, the the weekend, I guess, let's let's talk a little bit about the offense. It was good to see the bats come to life, I guess, generally. Didn't get the key hit there on Sunday that they wanted, but did see some good offensive output over the weekend. Well, we did. You know, overall, we hit eight home runs on the weekend, which don't want to rely on the home runs. But the good thing is that some of the at-bats we had. So, so I talked to Caden Wallace. Uh, he came up in the booth on Saturday after the game. We had him on the air. And before he went on, I was talking to him for a little bit, and I'm like, look, are you, what do you think about Mississippi State's pitching? I said, I'm surprised to see them so down. You know, they just don't seem to have a typical Mississippi State staff. He's like, man, he said, they're really good. He said, to be honest with you, they're good. We're just having really good at-bats up and down the lineup. And so I kind of went back and rethought it and went back and looked at some of the numbers. But, you know, he's right. They, they, they're not as bad as we made them look. We just had quality at-bats. We didn't chase pitches out of the zone. You know, so we forced them to either come out of the come over the plate and throw a strike, and we hammered it, or they walked us. And the, the end result is we drew a lot of walks, had traffic all weekend. Well, except for yesterday, Friday and Saturday we had the bases, and we could have scored a ton more runs. But we had traffic on the bases all weekend, and I think it's a tribute to the lineup. You know, there's still you know you look at Peyton Stovall right now, and he he had a bad weekend, but look, he's going to hit. We know he's going to hit. I wish that, that ball would have got down for him last night in the 12th inning or in the 11th inning. But the lineup's looking good. It's all starting to come together. It was good to see Brady Slavens back in there. Had a couple of big hits the other way. Hit a, hit a ball off the top of the building. So, you know, I, I still think we're in good shape offensively. Let me ask you about uh, uh, Jalen Battles. I'm a huge fan of his. He just looks the part, and we know how great he is defensively. Uh, got his first two home runs of the season the other day. What's the ceiling for him, do you think, long-term? I was, I guess I was hopeful and happy that he came back. I, I wasn't sure that he would, but um, but he just looks the part. And defensively, we've seen how good he is, uh, and the bat can occasionally be an issue. What, what do you think the ceiling is for him at the next level? You know, I I think he's a, he's a major league shortstop. He could play shortstop in the big leagues right now. It's just a matter of him figuring out the swing, and I think he's real close to doing it. If you just seen the first home run, he just jumped the first pitch. You know, got a first first pitch fastball up and in, hit it over the fence. That's not hard to do. His second home run was really impressive. He got a few sliders, fouled off a slider down and away. Guy tried to sneak a fastball by him up and in. He pulled his hands inside really quick and got to that pitch, 94 miles an hour on the inside corner. That's impressive. To see a guy do that, and then he also had some good base hits the other way, so all the pieces are there. The tools are there. So to answer your question, I think he's going to play uh, Major League Baseball, and I think he's going to be a great shortstop. And uh, you know, I think we'll be seeing him play for a long time. Love it. What do you think about playing UCA Tuesday? I'm excited about it. I was always, I've always been a big fan of Coach Gum, um, so I really enjoy talking to him every chance I get. I like Coach Harlan. Uh, they're off to kind of a you know, they got off to a slow start this year. I want to say their record's 11-15 and 15 or something like that. But, 
they got off to a slow start, but then they've been winning series. I think they've won three series in a row, so I'm excited about it. Um, when I get a chance, you know, we, we send kids off to UCA a lot. A lot of our players that come up through the organization, I love sending kids to UCA because I like the program. I like the I like the town. I like I like everything about it. The staff and so uh, so looking forward to seeing some of those guys. And then uh, a trip to Florida next weekend. That is always a a good match. Uh, I know Dave Van Horn uh, and the Gators met coach, and they have a lot of respect for each other. Uh, this is a uh, it's a good SEC series. Another good SEC series for Arkansas hitting the road. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. You know, and they're coming out. They got swept this weekend. Mm. So. You know they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna be looking to rebound from the past weekend, and so it's always tough when you go into Florida. So it's gonna be a big challenge for us. But I, I really like the direction we're going, and I, I really I'm optimistic going in there. I think we'll take I think we'll take two out of three and win another series. Um, but it's it's crazy, man. Life life in the SEC, you just never know from week to week. I mean, the one constant so far is Tennessee. They're just crushing everybody, and so. Tennessee got the sweep on Bandy this weekend, and they just they just dominated them all weekend. So that's the team that's definitely kind of you know at the top of the, the top of the heap right now. Them and them and the Razorbacks, but Florida, you just don't ever know. Uh, Sullivan does a great job with the team, uh, and it's going to be a good weekend. Hey Bubba, we had a question about Kevin Copps earlier, and I looked up his spring training numbers. Looks like he's had three appearances, pitched three innings, hasn't given up a run. Uh, got a save, uh, two hits, one walk, five strikeouts. I mean, that's all great. And Kevin like Kevin Cops likes num. Uh, have you heard anything what uh, the Padres have planned for Cops to start off uh, when they uh, head out of training camp? You know, I, unfortunately, I don't keep up with the Padres a whole lot. I've been keeping track of Cops. Uh, you never know what they're going to do. I, I think they ought to put him in AAA and and just have him ready for when they need him in the big leagues. He can come in and get three. He can come in and get three outs with that cutter now the thing is major league hitters can adjust and you know once they see that cutter a couple of times even though it's it was the best pitch in college baseball last year they will make an adjustment on it so kevin will have to evolve a little bit also but hey he just keeps getting out at every level and so i hope they just keep moving him up the chain until he quits getting out and uh, unfortunately you get to you get to that level guys it's not always the best player's not always there with all the guaranteed contracts and all the stuff that goes on. You never know. But, boy, I hope they give him a chance to go up there and, and, and get some outs because I think he'll do a good job for them. The SEC West is just a, it's a mess. You know, uh, you got Arkansas 7-2, and two, and then everybody else in the SEC West is 5-4 and four or 4-5. Four and five. Who do you think is the second-best team in the SEC West? Boy, I don't know. You look at talent-wise, you know, Ole Miss is really good. I hate to say that. I uh, hate to hear that. State, yeah, I hate to hear it. Well, offensively, you just they're they're struggling for pitching right now. Um, you know, I, it, that's such a tough question. I, I think Mississippi State's still good. I think when it's all said and done, they've mm-hmm. got a good lineup. Who do you think is the second best? Well, LSU got off to such a terrible start, and they're just sporadic. I think that's who they are. They're just going to be one of those teams that hovers around. Uh, 500. I expected more out of them, but uh, I think you're right. I think. Uh, watch out. What is Auburn doing all of a sudden? It looks like they're trying to put something together, but I think Ole Miss is the second best team. Yeah, and it's real hard for me to say that. You guys mm-hmm. know. But, sure. You know, if, if they get their pitching ironed out, you know, they're offensively, we know they're going to score a lot of runs. And so, 
you know, we'll see what happens. But I tell you, mark that mark that weekend on your calendar. That's going to be a fun week when, when they come to Fayetteville. Oh, no question. Uh, do you think, Bubba, you're not one to mince words normally. Do you think the division thing is dumb? I don't. There is no sport where I find less reason to have divisions in baseball. I do not get it. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know why you need it, to be honest with you, but, you know, it, it is what it is. I guess. Has anyone ever said know. we're the West Division champions, like, like wear that as a badge of honor? I just don't understand the thinking. Football's different. Football, I understand the division thing. Some people would like to see divisions go away there. Basketball, I was not for it, but now I see the impact. I don't think it's hurt the, the league at all. Um, I just don't want to – with baseball, it makes zero sense to me. 100% does not make sense to me. I don't get it. But Yeah, you know what? I just I haven't given that any thought. I'll sleep on it, and I'll let you know tomorrow. I'll be listening, <laughs> so make it count. We're going to be in attendance mm-hmm. tomorrow, Bubba, so yeah, maybe we'll come up and say hello if we can uh, sneak past the security. Sweet. You all coming to town? Yeah. yeah. Coming up and uh, watching the game, then doing the show up there at the Staybridge Suites just south of Bomb Stadium. Awesome. All right. Well, yeah, come come find us tomorrow. Come okay, check us out will. up in the booth, or I'll, I'll come down below and find you guys wherever you're at. Yeah, you won't recognize me. I'll have to be disguised as somebody famous but because um, they won't let me in there. But if I can get up there, we will. <laughs> I was just thinking, my, my 530 segment tomorrow night could be you two guys. I mean, you can talk a little UCA. He can talk a little Arkansas. Me? Yeah, you you're sh- Mr. UCA. You should probably get Steve Owens. I don't know anything about the baseball team. I got enough on my plate. You're representing. Yeah, I got to try to be, like, tomorrow's awkward, you know? Like, I'm not calling the game. I'm, I'm, I mean, there's obviously a big part of me that's going to be rooting for the guys in purple, but sure. it's just such a great game. But I can't root against Razorbacks either. I mean, it's no. a, that's a tough – that's a pickle. It's a celebration of Arkansas baseball. That's right. The state of Arkansas. What that's are you going to – are you going to wear UCA gear or Razorback gear? I'm going to wear UAPB gear, I think, uh, just to be safe, Bubba. Uh, just getting ready for next week. And, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Coach James's, and I, I'm hoping that uh, – that Carlos comes up there with his crew and gets at least one next week. So I think I may just go black and gold and just try to stay neutral for tomorrow, you know? Okay. That's, that's a safe move for yeah. you. You're so full of crap. I got some UAM gear. I may wear some Bull Weevil gear. I don't know. That would be the safe bet. Yeah, you don't know what I'm going to do. Go Wonder Boys. Yeah, I may curveball you guys. You don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, You know what I'll do? I'll pull some Bubba Carpenter Rockies gear from back in the day. Yeah, now you're talking. Yep. I like it. Okay. Put you on a Rocky jersey and a Yankee hat, and you're good to go. Perfect. I love it. I love it. We'll see you tomorrow either way. All right. Sounds good, Bell. Looking right. forward to it. Go Thanks. Thanks, Bob. I appreciate Johnson's Home Center down in Benton as well, sponsoring Bubba's segment.